0: And in the Burr method, we're going to have to buy a property first, right? That's the main thing that we're going to need to do. We're going to want to find a property that we can get a discount on. And that's very, very important. As you know from wholesaling, this is a marketing business, right? We're trying to find sellers that are motivated so we can get these properties under contract at really good deals, Welcome to the Wholesaling Inc. Podcast, America's number one podcast for new real estate investors. We know that finding discounted properties is the most proven path to financial freedom. And let's face it, we all want financial freedom and security, but so few of us have actually been taught how to build long-term wealth while still earning an income. The truth is owning rental property is the best most effective way to increase your income and build legacy wealth fast. I'm David Dodge, and on this show, you'll discover how to take control of your finances and make your money start working for you. I am here to show you how to build long-term wealth and cash flow while paying less in taxes through owning rental properties. So stop trading your time for money and get off of the transaction treadmill. So in today's episode, we're going to be talking about the Burr method. What it is, why you would want to use the Burr method and how you can get started using the Burr method right away. So the Burr method, if you are unfamiliar, is literally just an acronym. It is B with four R's behind it. And it is a strategy that I have been using for the last five years exclusively to buy over probably 250 properties at this point using this strategy. And it is a strategy that allows us to acquire assets with little to none of our own money. It is literally my favorite strategy when it comes to real estate. It is my favorite thing in real estate, hands down. So let's talk about it. Let's break it down. Let's explain it. So again, it's an acronym. It starts with a B and it has four R's behind it. The first letter B stands for buy. And in the Burr method, we're going to have to buy a property first, right? That's the main thing that we're going to need to do. We're going to want to find a property that we can get a discount on. And that's very, very important. As you know from wholesaling, this is a marketing business, right? We're trying to find sellers that are motivated so we can get these properties under contract at really good deals. Well, it's the same thing when you're buying rental property. You don't want to pay retail for properties. In fact, I haven't paid retail in probably close to 700 transactions. Since I learned about wholesaling, I have never bought a property retail Sense. So when you're buying rental properties, you want to maintain the same mindset of buying properties at a discount. It is so incredibly important, especially if you want to do this like I do and use little to none of your own money. So buying at a discount is step number one. Once you buy a property, we're going to move on to the first R in the Burr method. And that stands for rehab or renovate. Either way, it's the same thing, right? So we're going to find a deal and we're going to buy a property at a discount. Next, we're going to go and we're going to fix this property up. We're going to increase the value of these properties by rehabbing them or renovating them, all right? And this is going to increase the value of the property. It's also going to allow us to get more rent or get the highest amount of rent possible. We're always looking to get market rent or even above. And the beautiful thing about when you rehab a property prior to renting it is you can usually get market rate or in some cases you can get higher than market rate because the property looks great. All right. So when we're rehabbing properties, we're typically going in and spending a $20,000 out $20,000 to $25,000 on these rehabs. Sometimes we can get away with you know, dollars $10,000, maybe $15,000. Other times it may be a little bit more expensive and it may cost twenty-five dollars or thirty dollars or thirty-five. dollars but I typically don't like buying rentals that need more than thirty dollars or $35,000 worth of work. You may have a different strategy, but I like to keep my rental rehabs around twenty dollars to $25,000. So the first B is buy at a discount. The first R is to rehab or renovate the property. This is going to allow you to get a high appraisal on it when it comes to refinancing later. It's going to allow for you to get the highest rent possible. And additionally, it's going to rent much faster if it's got a fresh coat of paint, maybe new flooring, a new kitchen, a new bath. I'm typically putting new roofs on my houses when I'm rehabbing them. I'm typically doing new kitchens, new baths, new countertops. I love replacing HVACs, windows, and roofs. Those three things specifically because it's three phone calls. I call a roofer, I call an HVAC tech, and I call my window company. Three phone calls. Sometimes that might make up 50% of my rehab, all right? So then what we're gonna do is we're going to move to the next R in our acronym, bur And the next R is going to stand for rent. That simple, right? We're going to buy at a discount. We're going to fix it up with a rehab. Next, we're going to rent the property out. And if you want to be your own property manager, I suggest that's where you start. That's where I started. I did it on my own for about 10 years. And you're going to find a good tenant that you can rent the property to. And again, if you've bought it at a discount, you've built in equity. If you've rehabbed it, you've increased the value of the property, creating even more equity. And now you're going to rent this property out to a great tenant. Find yourself a tenant that's got good credit and you know no history of evictions or bankruptcies or foreclosures or anything like that. And hopefully you can get a good family in there, right? And you're going to rent that out. And that's simple. You just find that person, you use online marketing, and you have them sign a lease. You collect a deposit in first month's rent, and you give them the keys. It's that simple. Let's not overcomplicate this. And then the next R in our Burr method acronym is to refinance. Now, I don't like using any of my own money when I'm doing The Burr method or buying rental properties, you know, with the Burr method. And that's the beautiful thing is that you don't have to have a ton of your own money involved. In fact, I borrow the purchase price and the rehab from my private and hard money lenders. And at any given time, I probably owe my lenders anywhere from one to $3 million because I have 10 or 15 projects at somewhere in the Burr Method at any given time. And that's also another really great thing about this method is you're not limited to just doing one at a time. In fact, you can scale this method and have 10 or 15 or 20 of these going at the same time. I absolutely love it. Now, when I'm moving over into the refinance stage, Of the Burr Method. What I'm looking to do is I'm looking to to find a local bank or a local credit union that will allow me to refinance. Now, notice I didn't say purchase. I'm saying refinance. And the reason I like to refinance is because the underwriting is going to be way easier and shorter uh, to get through than the purchase. See, banks don't like to create new risk, but they don't mind transferring risk. And that's really the goal. It's transferring the risk, not creating new risk. So that's why I personally like to buy all of my properties with cash from a private or a hard money lender. And I essentially create a note and I owe money on that. So when I go to refinance, I just take that information to the bank or the credit union. And again, I'm using local ones typically. And I'll say, hey, I got this property. Here's what i paid for it here's what i put into it and i think it should now appraise for this amount and what i'm looking to do with my banks and my credit unions is i'm looking to get a loan that's based on the appraisal and the appraisal only all right in fact i don't even tell the bank anymore what i bought my property for i know i just said that i take that back I don't tell them anymore. In the beginning, I used to. But at this point, when I go to a bank, I'm literally saying, hey, got this property. I just fixed it up. It's rented. It is bringing in this amount of rent. I would like to refinance this loan. And the bank says, oh, great, Dave. We can't wait to do another deal with you. Let's send our appraiser out to the property and get it appraised. Then that appraisal comes back to the bank And the bank will lend me 70, 75, or even 80% of what it appraises for, right? So let's just do some very simple math, right? Let's say I buy a property for $80,000, all right? And let's say I go and I put that $20,000 worth of rehab into it, and I'm all into this property for $100,000. Well, if this property appraises... For let's say 130 dollars or $140,000 after I bought it at a discount, I rehabbed it, and I went to, and got it rented, and the bank's going to lend me 75 or maybe even 80%, that's great news because that means that I'm going to be able to pay back my lender for the purchase, the rehab, all of my holding costs in between, and even include the interest that I would owe that private or hard money lender. You see, when I go and I do my appraisals and I get a loan, I'm getting a loan based upon what it appraises for. I am not getting a loan based upon what I am all in it for. So if you think of it this way, 80% of what you're all in it for, no matter what that number is, is going to be a positive number. 80% of a hundred thousand or, you know, is 80,000. You're going to leave 20,000 in there. Right, But if you can get an 80% loan on what it appraises for and you're all in for less than that number, then you can acquire a rental property with none of your own money. How amazing is that? That is awesome. In fact, I've done this strategy over 200 times in the last five years alone. I absolutely love it. All right. So Burr is nothing more than an acronym. It's a B with four R's behind it. The first one stands for buy, and you really want to buy at a discount. You guys know that from listening to this podcast. That's what a wholesaling is. It's buying great and it's buying great and selling good. So don't stop doing that. You're just going to buy great and you're going to keep it this time. All right. The first R in the strategy is the rehab or the renovate, okay? Now, one thing I want to point out here is when you go to the bank and you want to get a loan based on the appraisal, like I just mentioned, a lot of banks may have a minimum requirement of updates or renovations or rehab that they may require in order for them to give you a loan, a refinance loan, based on the appraisal and the appraisal alone. So go talk to your local banks and local credit unions and figure out what that minimum is. Some of my banks are 18,000, some of them are 20,000, others are 25,000. Again, I don't wanna go get a loan based upon a percentage of what I'm all in. Instead, I wanna get a loan that's a percentage of what it appraises for because I'm typically all in For less than that. And that's the beautiful thing. So, the first R is rehab. The second R is rent. And that's the fun part. Your property's already all fixed up. It looks nice and clean and new and pretty. And you can bring over some tenants and you can say, This is gonna make a great home for you. All I need is a deposit and first month's rent and to do a credit check and a background check. And assuming everything checks out, you can have the keys and move in today or tomorrow, right? The third R is the refinance. And that's really where this comes full circle, all right? And the refinance is where you go get that loan, like I mentioned, based upon what it appraises for. And if you are all in for less than the 70 or 75 or 80% that your local bank is willing to lend on that appraisal, again, that's how you're gonna be able to do this with little to none of your own money. And guys, the last R in the burr method is literally just repeat. That's it, it's repeat. And some people even refer to this method as the burrs method. Instead of having a fourth R, it's B with three R's and an S, and they use that S as scale. So repeat and scale, it's the same thing at the end of the day. You're going to want to buy at a discount. You're going to want to rehab, which is going to increase the value even more. You're going to rent it out, and then you're going to go to a local bank, get it appraised, and refinance that lender out. So the outcome here, assuming that you're all in for less than what they're going to lend you, is is that you can acquire an asset, a cash flowing asset at that with little to none of your own money. In fact, I've done hundreds of these and had none of my own money in them in the end. I just refinanced three last week and I didn't have $1 invested in these after refi. It's so amazing. So a couple things, guys. It is so incredibly important to buy at a discount. If you're buying deals retail, it is very difficult to be all in in the end after your purchase and your rehab at 75 or 80% of what it's going to appraise for. So buying at a discount is so incredibly important. Rehabbing the property is so important because it's going to increase the value of that appraisal When your appraiser comes out and they see that the property is tip top and everything is is shiny and clean and new, they're going to give you a healthy appraisal on it. So it's very, very important to do the rehab. It's also important to find out what your local banks are going to require in terms of the rehab. So that way, when you go to try to get a refinance down the road, they're not saying, hey, What did you buy this thing for? What would you put into it? We're going to give you 75 or 80% of that number. No, 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 no. I want to get 75 or 80% of what it appraises for. So what do I have to do to get that kind of loan? And they're going to typically say, oh, great, no problem. We just need to see that you've done at least this amount of update and repairs. Now, put yourself for a second in the shoes of the banker. Why would the banker require that? Well, it's very simple. The banker is going to require a minimum amount of rehab or renovations to reduce and mitigate their own risk. If I go to a bank and I, I get a loan or a refinance you know, for a property and for whatever reason, I don't pay them. And this has never happened, by the way, but it can. And you don't pay them and they have to foreclose on you Well, if that property needs 20 grand worth of work, it's gonna be difficult for that bank to go ahead and sell it and get their money back. But if that property looks great and it's in tip-top shape, you've essentially reduced the risk the bank is taking on by giving you a loan. So by doing that, by reducing their risk, that's when they're able to say, hey, we will send the appraiser out and we'll get it appraised and we will give you a loan based upon the appraisal and we no longer care as much about what you paid for it. All right. Now, I've mentioned a couple times now 70, 75, or 80%. And the reason that it's not always the same percentage is because each bank that you work with may have different guidelines, they may have a different appetite for certain asset classes or for certain types of loans. And it also is going to affect the percentage of your loan depending on the area you're buying. Is it a good area? Is it a bad area? Does it have low crime? Does it have high crime? Are the schools good? Are the schools bad? And these factors may affect the the percentage in which they're going to lend. Now, I don't typically buy properties in C and D and F class areas. I like to stick to the B and the C plus areas, right? Some Cs, but you know, mostly Cs and Bs. And by doing that, the banks say, oh, that's actually a good part of town, good schools, low crime. We'll happily lend you 80% on these deals. But whenever you start getting into the higher crime and the lower-valued neighborhoods, the bank may want to reduce their risk, like I just mentioned with the rehab. They may also want to reduce their risk and say, hey, we'll lend 75% in that neighborhood. Or in some cases, I've even seen them say, hey, we'll do this deal, but we're not really loving this street or this neighborhood or this school district, so we'll happily do a 70% loan. I'm typically shooting for the 75% or even 80%, and I think you should do the same because leverage is our best friend. In fact, leverage is what makes this whole strategy possible. We're using other people's money to buy, to rehab, even holding costs, even interest on that loan. It's all typically gonna be paid back at the time of refinance. I love it. The Burr Method is such an amazing strategy Anybody and everybody can do it. The only requirements are that you have to have decent credit. Doesn't have to be great, but you have to have decent credit and you have to be lendable. You have to be able to get approved for a loan. So the first thing that I always suggest anybody and everybody do if they're interested in buying rentals and using the Burr method is go talk to your local bank and get pre-approved. And here's the thing, if you get pre-approved, great. Maybe even go talk to two or three banks and get pre-approvals so you can hit the ground running. And you know that when it comes time to get through the entire process and you're at the refinance stage that you're not gonna have any headaches or hiccups. But check this out. If you get all the way to the bank, or your local credit union, and you say, hey, I'm looking to use this Burr method strategy and buy some rental properties. I would like to get pre-approved before I hit the ground running. And they say, hey, unfortunately, we're not gonna be able to lend to you. Guys, it's okay. I still, to this day, get turned down by certain banks. Just go talk to more banks. Go talk to other banks. And if they turn you down, ask them why. Why did you turn me down? In fact, I like to turn my bankers into my coaches because I'll essentially say, hey, John, Ryan, Tim, whatever the banker's name is, how do I get pre-approved if you're not going to do that today? And what they're going to do is they're going to say, Dave, you just need to get your credit score up a little bit or you need to fix your debt to income ratio or you need to pay your credit cards down or whatever it may be. So don't get discouraged if the bank's won't lend to you today, figure out what you need to do so you can get a loan next month or the month after. Turn these bankers into your coaches. It is literally that simple. And then the last thing is repeat. And the coolest part about the last thing is you can do this over and over and over again. As of today, I believe I probably have somewhere between 12 and 15 properties that are somewhere in the burr method, somewhere in the buying stage, the rehab stage, the the renting stage, or even waiting to be refinanced by one of my local banking partners. I love this strategy. If you guys want to learn how you can do this yourself as well and come work with me, book a call over on wholesalinginc.com. Thanks for listening. Signing off.